Everybody, welcome back to another week of Faith Over Fear. Hope everyone had a good week last week. Um, I know last week we talked pretty heavy on politics. And as we are just a few weeks away from a midterm election in this country, I do want to encourage you, um, no matter where you're listening, which state you're listening in, I want to encourage you find um, all the candidates running for office, find their platforms, find their policies, what they believe in, what they stand for, and align those platforms and policies as closely as you can with your biblical beliefs. Um, don't worry about party affiliation anymore. I truly believe we need to vote biblically before politically. So I want to encourage you guys, and I'm probably going to do this um, at the beginning of every episode in the next couple of weeks leading up to the election. I want to encourage you guys, vote biblically, not politically. Align yourself with the people whose platforms most closely um, align with our biblical beliefs. So I hope last week um, you took something out of it. I hope that it um, helped you out with any maybe hard conversations you're having with maybe family um, family or friends that maybe think differently than we are, even though we're Christians. So I hope it um, helped you guys out. This week, I want to get into um, a couple conversations I've had with individuals. And so we're calling it spec or plank. And so getting into this week, um, not really going to talk about politics too much. I really want to um, kind of just express where my heart is on uh, believers in the church and, and how are we um, handling situations um, in politics and society? Are we doing it biblically or are we um, letting our human side get in the way and do it off emotions? So getting into this week, I want to start with um, reading out of Luke chapter 6. It's verses 37 through 42. So I'm going to read through it and I'm going to kind of give what... Um, what I think is uh, going on in the church and what I think that um, some things that I think maybe we're missing on as believers. So um, this section is called judging others. Um, I'm reading out the NIV. Like I said, it's Luke chapter six, verses 37 through 42. It says, do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Give it, give, and it will be given to you a good measure, pressed down, shaken together and run over will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. He also told them this parable. Can the blind lead the blind? Will they not both fall into a pit? The student is not above the teacher, but everyone who is fully trained will be like their teacher. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, brother, let me in, take the speck out of your eye, when you yourself fail to see the plank in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the plank out of your eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. And so what I want to take from that, and like I said before I read that, is I've had a couple conversations with um, a few different people, and um, I've had a couple self-convictions um, um, in the last couple months to where I want to talk about where we're going this week. And, and that's how are we treating other people who think differently than us? Are we calling out the speck in other people's eyes without look, taking the plank out of our own eye? Is that what we're doing? And unfortunately, I believe um, to, more often than not, that's what we're doing. And so um, the conversations that I've been having, there's a couple of people individ, um, that I've had um, conversations with, and that's kind of the ones I'm um, really referencing when I talk about what we're about to talk about. And that's um, this individual. It's not a Christian. He does not believe the same way I do. 
Um, spiritually, he does not believe the same way I do. Um, politically, he, we, honestly, we don't see eye to eye on a lot of those things um, in those categories. However, we both show each other a great amount of respect. Um, we both get along great. Um, I believe that we both grow from the conversations that we have. Um, I get to share my life experiences and the way I see things. He gets to share his life experience and the way he sees things. And we respect each other's opinions. We respect each other's beliefs. And like I said, I think we both come out better from it. But through the conversation I was having with this individual last week was, should our faith be pushed down people's throats? And he said that he thinks that there's a fine line of what we believe and how we should proceed with our faith in politics, in education, and in life in general. And he doesn't think that we should be um, judging one another. He thinks that everyone should be pretty much left alone and to live a free and simple life, however that suits them. Which, in a large majority, I agree with him. Um, and I even told him, you know, we talked about certain topics. We talked about um, this big push of LGBTQ and transgenderism and all that into the schools. And, you know, I've got kids in first and second grade. I mean, excuse me, first and kindergarten. Um, I've got a little girl who's, you know, just a few years away from going to school. And so we were talking about that topic and he said he thinks that I need to be careful with how I raise my kids in my belief so that they don't treat people differently. And I said, I agree with you 100%. What do you mean? And so his take from it was, well, Christians are condescending, they're judgmental, and they they just tell everyone that they're going to go to hell if they don't agree with them. And I said, well, that's interesting. That's that actually the stance that I take with my kids, nor is it the stance that I take. And I think um, what he's saying is, is that he's been hurt by the church. That's what he's getting at. And a lot of people have said that. And like I said, there's been, I've had a couple conversations in the last two weeks with people who don't believe the way that I do and pretty much say the same thing. And so I said, well, in my faith, and this is how I responded to this individual, I said, in my faith, in the Bible that I read, it said that, Jesus didn't come to condemn the world, but to save it. And so he came full of grace and full of truth. And that's how I try to live my life. And that's how I try to teach my kids to live their lives. You see, I know that we're going to come in contact with people who are sinners because we are all sinners for all have fallen short of the glory of God. I know that we're going to face people who disagree with us in our beliefs we're not here. It's not our job to go waving our finger in people's faces and telling them that they're going to go to hell. That's not our job. We're not here to condemn people. We are not the judge. And so through this conversation with this man, I, I, could, I could hear that it's been hurt through believers. He's been hurt by the church to the point where he doesn't want anything to do with it anymore. And unfortunately, I think that there are millions of people out there who feel the same way. And that's why I think it's so important that we change our mentalities as believers. And we've talked about it a lot on this podcast. And I've referenced this scripture a lot, and I'm going to reference it again right now. When the Pharisees and Sadducees brought the adulterous woman before Jesus, you know, he said, He without sin cast the first stone. They all left. He looks at the woman and says, There's no one here to condemn you. She said, No, teacher. He says, Nor do I. Go live a life without sin. That is grace. In truth, that is the love of Jesus. 
And as Christians, we ought to strive to be Christ-like. That's what a Christian is supposed to do. And so what I want to encourage you with this week, if you're out there listening, is, is how are you acting? How are you acting towards people who aren't believers? And I'm guilty of it myself. And I think I've referenced this a couple weeks ago, but, you know, I, I have just a month ago, I caught myself judging people from what they were doing. And I'm not going to lay out where I was or who I was with, but I just in the moment, I felt the Holy Spirit saying, who are you? They may be doing, they might may, may be doing this and it, it may be, you know, someone's, um, you know, someone they're drinking or getting drunk or they're going to um, maybe strip clubs or they're, you know, stepping outside the rock, whatever it may be. And I'm sitting here saying, how could they do something like that, man? That's just, you know, especially these guys who say they're Christians and I'm sitting here just full of judgmental thoughts. And I feel in the, in the middle of it, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, who are you? Do you not also struggle with your own sin? Obviously, the answer is yes. See, what I was doing is I was so worried about the speck in my brother's or sister's eye that I wasn't worried about the own plank in my own eye. See, I think that the church, I think as believers, I think that we have to get to the point where we, we've got to get the plank out of our own eye. We are not better than anyone. Just because we're Christ followers, just because we're Christians, just because we're children of God, that does not make us better than anyone. That just simply means we accepted a gift that God has given us, and that's salvation through Jesus. Scripture says we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. See, this ranking of sin, this ranking of right and wrong is a human. That's a human trait. That's a human mentality. God's not sitting up there saying, oh, well, that person cheated on his wife and that person told a white lie. So therefore, that person who told a white lie is just a hair better than the other guy because he did something worse than the other guy. That's not how Jesus sees it. That's not how God sees it. That's not how we're ranked. See, the thing is, is when you sin, when we sin, when I sin, when any of us step outside of God's calling, you've stepped outside of God's calling. It doesn't matter how or what. See, we as Christians have got to stop measuring sin and measuring the rights and wrongs and just start sharing the love of Jesus. I'm not here to condemn you. I'm, I'm here to love you. I'm here to offer grace and truth. And here's the thing, and this is, I think, one of the most important things is some people are going to hear it. And unfortunately, some people are going to reject it. But it's not our job to cast judgment on the ones who reject it. It's not our job. God is the judge, and he will have his day. You see, the way I look at it is, is I want everybody to come to the love of the Father. I want everybody to come to know salvation. I want everybody to, whether I like you or not. I want everybody to find it. But the unfortunate reality is that some people won't. But we're not here to treat those people differently. We've got to treat them the same way that we would treat anybody else that we love and care for, because that's what Jesus would do. And to go a little bit further, on another note is, are you practicing what you preach? See, because this kind of goes hand in hand. Part of what that saying is the speck or the plank is, is you're, are you practicing what you preach? You know, are you, got, are you the ones going out there saying, oh, the Bible says this, but then you leave completely differently? What are you doing? See, that's why people think that the church is full of hypocrites, because we're not practicing what we preach. And see, here's the thing. 
Words don't matter without actions. Okay? Words mean nothing if they're not followed by an action. I can tell my wife that I love her. But if I, if I ignore her and I don't listen to her and I don't give her attention and I don't show her affection, I don't, I don't hug her, I don't show her the love, then it's just empty words. It means nothing. Words mean nothing unless the actions that come along with it show it. And so to go a little further with that idea, I want to go to James chapter 2, starting in verses 14. And a lot of people, if you're believers, you've probably heard this scripture before. But I just kind of want to hone in on this for just a minute. It's James 2, 14 through 24. It's titled Faith and Deeds. So it says, What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, Go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, by faith, in, a, in the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. But someone will say, "You have faith; I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by my deeds." You believe that there is a, one God, good. Even the demons believe that and shudder. You foolish person! Do you want evidence that faith without deeds is useless? Was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that his faith and his actions are working together. His faith was made complete by what he did. And the scripture was fulfilled that says Abraham believed God and it was credited him as righteousness. And he was called God's friend. You see that a person is considered righteous by what they do and not by faith alone. You see, our words mean nothing if it's not followed by the actions. Our faith means nothing if it's not followed by the deeds. You see, Abraham could have said, God, I believe in you and I trust you. And had he not sacrificed his son Isaac, then what, then what is he showing? He's showing that he didn't really trust God. That he didn't really have faith in God. But it was accredited him as righteousness because he, was because he offered his son. He was obedient. He believed God. And not only did he believe, but he put his actions to work. And so that's what I want to ask of the church. Are we putting our actions to work? You know, for another example, I hear people say this all the time, and I was convicted of this just a few years ago, and it's stuck with me ever since, is when you say, oh, I'll pray for you. Are you really going to pray for the individual? Or are you just saying it because it sounds good? All my thoughts and prayers are to you. Are they really? Or are they just empty words? We have got to become a people who mean what we say and say what we mean and do it. And do it. We've got to stop being judgmental and start being full of grace and full of truth. Our actions should back up our words. Our deeds should back up our faith. We should be led by the Holy Spirit and nothing else. I want to encourage you guys this week. We were in Luke chapter 6 and James chapter 2. I want to encourage you guys like I have almost every week. Dive into scripture. Hide it in your heart so that when you need it, it's there. The more you dive into the word, the more you can recall it. And I promise you it will help you every single day. When the challenges, when the storms come, knowing scripture, having it in your heart, it makes life, I'm not going to say easier, but 
it makes it more doable, knowing that the Father's there helping you. I want to encourage you guys this week. Get the plank out of your own eye before you start worrying about the speck in other people's eyes. We're not here to condemn the world. We're not here to judge the world. We're here to show the love of Jesus. I appreciate you guys tuning in this week. I hope that you get something out of it. I really do pray that um, God uses this podcast to um, hopefully um, speak to someone, to reach somebody. And I want to encourage you guys, share it with your friends and family. It's not about me. It's about growing the kingdom. I want to encourage you guys, if you like what you hear, like us and share us with your friends. Give us a review on Facebook, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Find us on any social media platform or anywhere that you listen to podcasts. We're, we're out there streaming on everything. So like I said, and like we say normally, share it with your friends and family. Let's grow the community. I love you guys, and we'll see you next week.